0: Well, last week we learned about Jesus working miracles. Miracles are things that go against our expectations like being healed when you're supposed to die, receiving unexpected help when nobody knew that you needed help, or walking on water when we all know that that isn't possible. Well, next week's guest preacher has had more than his share of miracles. He had uh, I really encourage you to, uh, to come and listen to what Pastor Sam has to say. But before he was a pastor, Sam was kind of a messed up guy. Started doing drugs way back in seventh grade in northern Minnesota. Eventually he became a dealer and he had a, a unique solution to the problem of supply I mean, why, why mess around with trying to get stuff to come up out of uh, Mexico or something when there's a whole lot of drugs right down in the Twin Cities? So he would go down there and he would rob the drug dealers because, like, they're going to report that robbery? <laughs> Sam was, was truly messed up. And one day it looked like his life of violence and crime was going to catch up with him. A couple of guys chased him down looking to put an end to him. And as they were catching up, he dropped down under a tree and he reached into his backpack to get his gun that that he always kept there, except what he didn't know was that his mother had found his backpack and had removed the gun and replaced it with a Bible. So, now you probably expect me to say, and they fired shots and the Bible stopped it, or... Maybe the Bible was this protective magic shield. That's not what happened. That is Hollywood stuff. No, as uh, Sam knew that this was the end. And so he just waited uh, for them to shoot him. But then they just walked on by like they didn't even see him. And that's just one of the miraculous ways that Sam had received another chance you want to hear his story about what god did with him after turning this criminal into a pastor it's amazing the washington post called sam the patron saint of second chances but i've never been comfortable with the term second chances because from what i've seen jesus never stops at two There's always a third chance and a fourth chance and on and on. And that's why I'll use the term fresh starts because Jesus is always giving fresh starts. Do you know the Bible story of the woman caught in adultery? Adultery was a crime with a death penalty in the time of Jesus. And this woman was caught in the act. There was no question of her guilt And the teachers of the law and the Pharisees, they want Jesus to pronounce a death sentence. Death by stoning. Being beaten to death with stones. It's in the 8th chapter of John. But Jesus bent down and started to write on the ground with his finger. When they kept on questioning him, he straightened up and said to them, let any one of you who is Then neither do I condemn you, Jesus declared. Go now and leave your life of sin. Neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. She gets a fresh start. Not to go back to her old way of life, but a real fresh start. Being freed and forgiven. That's a miracle, really. It's not a miracle that Jesus doesn't condemn her. That's grace. And we expect that from Jesus. The miracle is that no one else threw a stone. Because the way you'd expect the story to go is for Jesus to say, let the one without sin throw the first stone. And suddenly all these stones start flying at her. Right, that's the way the world is. You know people like that. You know people who think they are without sin and it's their right and responsibility to condemn others. All you have to do is go on social media and look, and this world is full of people who wouldn't hesitate to throw the first stone. So it really is a miracle. And Jesus gives her a fresh start. The Bible is full of stories like that of Jesus before the crucifixion and resurrection, giving people fresh starts. Right up to the very end, there's the famous story of the thief dying on the cross next to Jesus, who at the very last moment is given another chance by Jesus. A fresh start. That story is found in Luke chapter 23. Two other men, both criminals, were also led out with him to be executed When they came to the place called the Skull, they crucified him there, along with the criminals, one on his right and one on the left. Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they're doing. And they divided up his clothes by casting lots. The people stood watching, and the rulers even sneered at him. They said, He saved others. Let him save himself, if he's God's Messiah, the Chosen One. The soldiers also came up and mocked him. They offered him wine vinegar and said, If you're the king of the Jews, save yourself. For there was written notice above him which read, This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals who hung there hurled insults at him. Aren't you the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other criminal rebuked him. Don't you fear God, he said, since you are under the same sentence? We are punished justly, for we are getting what our deeds deserve. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus answered him, truly I tell you, today you'll be with me in paradise. In this case, you actually can say that Jesus gave him a second chance because he didn't need any more. Today, he would be with Jesus in paradise. But imagine how up a creek we'd be if we were only given a second chance. That'd be no better than having no chance at all. We need way more than two chances, at least I do. I'm kind of like the, uh, the Korean woman who went viral for failing at her, her written driver's exam, 900 and 60 times. There's no limit on the amount of times that you can take the exam, And so she went back every day for four years, and failed it every time, until the 96first time she aced it. Of course, then she still had to take the driver's part, and that took her another four attempts. Uh, But she passed that, too, and at age 69, she finally got her license. And and by that time, the world had taken notice, and and Hyundai even uh, put her in a car commercial (laughs) because she was such an inspiration. She'd finally done it at attempt number 961. you know we need more than second chances sometimes and some of us may need 961 of them but believe it or not jesus gives us that many chances i know that sometimes it feels like we've we've let jesus down so many times that we've run out of chances that there is no more hope for us but being a christian isn't baseball it's not three strikes you're out even if your mind tells you that, or the devil tells you that, or even your own family tells you that, it's not true, because Jesus is giving fresh starts. When I was a student pastor in North Carolina, there was a, a group of families in our area that had a very strange understanding about baptism in Jesus. None of them would get baptized until they were on their deathbed, because They believed that the only way you could be forgiven of your sins was to be baptized, and if you committed a sin after you were baptized, it was straight to hell for you. And so they would put off getting baptized until the very end. There was not even a second chance for them. But that isn't the Jesus we see in the Bible. Over and over again, Jesus is giving second and third and 961 chances. And he taught us to give that many chances to other people to follow in his footsteps. Do you remember the Apostle Peter? When he came up to Jesus and he said, How many times should I forgive my brother who sins against me? I mean, do I have to give him as many as seven chances? And Jesus says, No, not seven. I tell you, but but 77 times. It's in Matthew 18 could also be translated 70 times 7, 490 times. That sounds more like Jesus. Always going above and beyond, offering fresh starts. This spring, we're going through a series of of sermons as we look at Jesus after the resurrection. And there aren't many chapters about that time after the resurrection and before he ascends. It's only 40 days long, seven chapters, five books in all? When Jesus died, hope died. But when Jesus rose from the dead, hope wins. Because all those things that he promised and taught us and showed us before the resurrection, he's back doing again after the resurrection. And even more so. And even today. And that includes giving fresh starts. Last week we read about how after the resurrection Jesus went down to the shore of the Sea of Galilee and he did the exact same miracle for the fishing disciples that he did on the day that he called them to follow him. It was that boat full of fish. Miracles of fish. And after they had dragged the nets ashore, he invites them to sit down and to have breakfast. And he takes the bread He does his signature move, and he gives it to them, and the fish too. Well, today we're going to read the rest of the story. What happened after they finished eating? John chapter 21. When they'd finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, he said, you know that I love you. Very truly, I tell you, when you were younger, you dressed yourself and went where you wanted. But when you were old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will dress you and lead you where you do not want to go. Jesus said this to indicate the kind of death by which Peter would glorify God. And then he said to him, follow me. Follow me. Just like he said the first time. But what's with all the do you love me stuff? He didn't say that the first time. And why repeat it three times? Is Jesus hard of hearing? Does the risen Jesus have a little memory problem? He keeps repeating himself Feed my lambs, take care of my sheep, feed my sheep. This story makes the risen Jesus look a little weird. But let me ask you who are Jesus's sheep? Who is his flock? It's the church. And Jesus has already told Peter, you are rocky, and on this rock I will build my church. Jesus had chosen Peter to take care of his church, but instead Peter denied even being a part of it. He denied even knowing Jesus, and he did it three times before the rooster could crow on Good Friday morning. That day Jesus was beaten, whipped, spit on, ridiculed, and eventually murdered on a cross for Peter and for us. And yet Peter denies him three times. You know, it's one thing to be treated poorly by people who hate you or by people who don't know what they're doing, but to be betrayed by your closest friend and the one you depend on to carry on your work. Could anyone have blamed Jesus if he'd said to Peter, I gave you three chances to stand up for me, and you let me down? Three strikes and you're out. Oh, and it's not like Jesus hadn't given him more chances before that. We spent all last summer looking at the life of Peter, and if there's one theme in Peter's life, it's that he's often a clueless screw-up, one big disappointment to Jesus. Peter wants to walk on water like Jesus, but then sinks like a rock when the waves get rough. Oh, you have little faith, Jesus tells him, Why didn't you trust me? Peter wants to stay on the Mount of Transfiguration and build a shrine when Jesus wants to go back down and help people. Peter wants to stop Jesus from going to the cross, upon which Jesus says to him, Get behind me, Satan. Get out of my way, Peter. You don't understand. At Christ's arrest in the Garden of Gethsemane, Peter draws a sword and cuts off the ear of the high priest's servant. And Jesus has to stop him and heal the wounded man. And then on the night when Jesus is put in jail awaiting execution, Peter denies even knowing him three times. But that was all before the resurrection. After the resurrection, on the very spot where Jesus first called him, Jesus cooks him breakfast. And asked him three times, do you love me? Three times for three denials. And then it's another fresh start. Jesus sends him back to do what he was called to do in the first place. To take care of his flock. So what about you? Do you need a second chance? Third chance? A 961st chance? Have you ever wondered if, you, if you've run out of chances? Have you ever wondered if, if Jesus could ever forgive you after all the times that you've let him down? Have you ever wondered if you've wasted all your chances? Well, the answer is no, you haven't. Jesus is always giving fresh chances and restoring hope, even after the resurrection, and especially after the resurrection It's kind of like an experience that I had at a fair one summer. I love fairs, and uh, already counting the days down to the county fair and to the state fair. I love everything about them except for the rides. I get sick on rides. So one evening, I was walking through the fairgrounds, through the the Midway area, walking past the rides, but looking for a game to play so I could win a prize. And there was one of those uh, uh, make-a-basket games. And, uh, and I have no hope of making a basket. When I was younger, Tammy would literally play those games and win stuffed animals for me. <laughs> and they had one of those games where there's a bottle set up and you have to knock them all down with one throw of the baseball. I'm not that accurate. There is no hope for me in that game. They had a dart game, same way, no hope. But then came ring toss toss a ring over a bottle. They're only five feet away. I've got this. The carny came along and he carried a a long rod on which the the rings were were stacked. And he cried out, five rings for a buck, 25 for five bucks. And I reached in and I took out my last five dollars. He said, give me 25. So he did. And after 25 chances, my hope was gone. <laughs> <laughs> Try again, asked the carny. said, sorry, got no money left. And then he said, here, keep on playing. And he slid a fresh stack of rings in front of me. It's on me, he said. Jesus is like that. We go through three chances, five chances, 25 chances, 961 chances. And when we fail and all hope is gone, he simply asks, Do you love me? Do you love me? Then keep on playing. It's on me. You've got a fresh start again. Thank you, Jesus. Let's pray. Jesus, every one of us falls somewhere between needing a second chance and needing 900 of them. For some of us, maybe even more. to offer us a fresh start. You simply say, do you love me? Do you love me? Then let's start again. It's so amazing. It's it's beyond our understanding. But we're grateful. We are grateful for the fresh starts that you offer us.